welcome, gentle <laughs> listeners, to another episode of Coffee and Tequila, brought to you by your gentle hosts, Alistair and Zachary Patton Garcia. And today we are talking about. Are you trying to do like what are you doing, like radio host? Um, this is late night. This is late. Alistair night. After Dark. That's what this is. Jazz. He's gonna show you his niblets in a second. And what? Uh, what ba- is a niblet? Niblets. Balls to the to the camera up there. Okay. You look at it. You said camera up there. There, man. Oh. oh okay. Now I see it. <laughs> Truman Show over here. Um, we are doing this over Zoom because. We, we're having a problem with our SD card. I won't bore you through details, but like for some reason, it won't work on one of our cameras, so we can't do our two camera setup. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Um, we're here on this one. Um, this episode of Coffee and Tequila is kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep, and we will let you know a little bit more about them a little bit later. Um, and after the break, we will actually I'll be talking to my good buddy Troy McKeady from the Beyond the Blinds podcast, all about the Rihanna Super Bowl halftime show, plus some of our other favorite halftime shows over time. And uh, I do want to know what your opinion of the real and a half dumb show was well i enjoyed it very much yes. zachary thank you we didn't talk th- about that we should have talked about that in the car th- over, right over here because now i don't know what you're gonna say i think for my my biggest surprise was the pregnancy announcement yeah uh because she was definitely wearing an outfit word like that stood out mm-hmm. um but i liked it overall it kind of felt like i was in a club you know in the late 2010s you know listening to yeah. rihanna um and it gave me very much what is it like Mario slash Squid Game? Mario slash Squid Rihanna game. vibes. Yes, I can see Mario, but Squid Game. Well, watch it again, Zachary, <laughs> and you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Mario, okay, Rihanna. Super Hopefully, Bowl this comes up show. in your talk with Troy. Mario meets Squid Game. Yes. Okay, I'll 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 take you. But what did you think of the overall thing? You liked it. I liked it. Yes. Okay. I was okay. I mean, it, 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 I liked it. Yes, good yes, answer. Like we it. did just come from a Super Bowl uh, party, and so we, we were watching it with a bunch of other people, a bunch of straight guys actually. And um, yeah, the, I, yeah, I didn't really get a gauge on their <laughs> their reaction to. It. I think they were just more mad about it. But um, the Chiefs did beat the Eagles. We left before we left the party before um, they beat the they, Eagles. The, 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 we we left it after Rihanna's. We were there for a little bit. We were there for the third. Oh, uh, well, because yeah. I was like, I was like, let's go, and you were like. Let's wait a couple. You minutes. were not into the game. I, I, I could just tell he was. He did not care. It was a little lackluster, I have to be honest. But what, the it, Chiefs did win. It was thirty-eight to. They're pretty on par. Twenty-four. Let me guess. Thirty-eight to 35. 35. Yeah, so pretty close. But I almost got it. Yeah, Chiefs did win out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was fun. The, it was fun. We were supposed to have a spoiler alert episode. We're, we're rambling, but we really sh- should have had a spoiler alert episode out. We told you we we're going to have a spoiler alert episode out, and we did not. Um, however, <laughs> to be fair, I did tell you all at the beginning of the <laughs> last week that, that we might be a little flaky. That if there is no episode, <laughs> Friday, then you knew how our week went, and our week was very, very hectic last week. Um, it should be a little easier this week, so we will, I promise, 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 we will have the spoiler alert episode go out this week um we're ready for it it just was about sitting down and recording you know so it was finding the time yes yeah it's, it's been it was, it was a, everything's been very hectic for us i which we say all the time all the time all the time everything but will it, always it be hectic for us guys but we're, gonna, we're trying our hardest it was a particularly hard uh week this last week but the weekend was pretty good it was a good yes weekend oh my gosh i got a hip hop. hiccup hip hop. um Yes, Titanic. What is wrong with you? What is happening? I feel jittery. I you, just had you, a little you, bit of a 
uh, what is it called? He, he An energy drink. Alcohol. And I'm like, oh. He hadn't even drank alcohol. He was DD, so he didn't drink alcohol. Yes. Uh, DD. I, however, am four beers in. Yes, but we watched Titanic. We guys. did. Oh, Titanic got re released for the 25th anniversary. And. Because this is the the 3D re release. Yeah. Because you were telling me that we couldn't get 3D, I mean, non 3D tickets. And I was yes. like, that's kind of weird. There were only 3D options. Yes. But it was good. I liked it 3D. Oh. It was fun. I think I could have done with or without 3D. It didn't really like have an effect being 3D. I, I don't. I, I don't think it necessarily enhanced it, but I sometimes felt like I could reach for it a little bit. You that know, is, that is what 3D is. Yes. Um. It was just. It just reminded me. It was so great sitting in there. I'd never seen Titanic in the theater when it came out. Um. I was too much of a youngin. And even though my mom took me to see Scream in the theater, she did not take me to see Titanic. So I just remember watching it on like the two VHS tapes when it would come in two different VHS tapes. Um. And I would always put in the second VHS tape because I just like to see the boat go down. It was almost my favorite because I love seeing Rose run around in her dress and get wet. And like I used to, I used to act it out, and I used to play in the bathtub with all my toys and act like the water was rising. And um, on the little like slope part of the bathtub, I was like, every, that was where the boat was sinking, going down. So every, all of my toys would hang on. They'd be like, ah. it's it's funny that you liked to play the second VHS because I liked to play the first one and then pretend that they had they lived happily ever after. Yin and Yang. Ying, oh, this was a very depressing movie. Like <laughs> we have seen it like a hundred times. I think everybody has seen this movie. I think so we've many actually times. seen it together before too. We've seen it a bunch of times together. Yeah. We even own it on on home media, but um it just was a particularly special experience in the theater, I have to say. It came out it was re-released in the theater back in at least 2011 or 2012. I don't remember, but I remember it must have been 2012 because I was seeing it was, uh, if you've ever listened to my first gay experience in high school, um, that video, that's over on YouTube, you can go find it. But I was, I was seeing a guy, Conda, I was like, we were hooking up. Um, and then we had like a falling out and I was supposed to go see Titanic with him and we ended up not going to see it because we had that falling out. And so, yeah, yeah, you're the first person I've ever seen Titanic with in the theater. Thank you, boo. You're the first person I've ever seen Titanic with in the theater as well. And let Love. me tell you, this has been a great time for James Cameron. Yes. Uh. You know, he, he, he comes out with Avatar <laughs> 2. Everybody says they're not going to watch it, yet it becomes like the third highest grossing film of all time. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to re-release Titanic in time for New, uh, for New Year's, for uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's a smart move. Which is a smart movie. It's a great freaking movie. And it beats Avatar The Way of Water. At, uh, and it's now at $2.217 billion, making $22.3 million this past weekend. So now we know James Cameron is James Cameron's so biggest competition. James Cameron v. James Cameron. So Titanic is back up to number three then. Back up to number three, guys. Bye, bye. So Get it. Get it. They should keep it in theaters. Push it to like number one. one. Let's make it number one again. Yes, let's do that. What's number one, Endgame? No, number one is Avatar. Avatar. No. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Endgame. Son of a bitch. Number I hate, two this. Is I hate this motherfucker. I hate, I hate James Cameron. <laughs> um, James Cameron really liked it. So when Titanic was being made... Um, it was actually like over budget, over time. Like they were like really, it was it was a stressful production for all involved. It was, and there was a lot of like media outlets that were saying that it was going to come out and be a really big flop, right? And James Cameron was just like, "Well, it's just got to make X amount of money, or else I don't. I guess it's going to be a flop." That just seems to be his stick at this point. And he comes out and he's like, "Yeah, Avatar's got to make like a billion, two billion dollars, or I don't know what we're going to." And then it just does. And then it just does. That's the kind of, like, I need that confidence in my life. I need to just say, yeah, things just work out. Except for one anomaly, Alita yeah. Battle Angel. 
did not that that was not the case. And guess what? I don't care about that one. I I care about that one, and you should care because I care. You have a hot toy about that one. I do. I bought you, you bought me about one. That. Yeah. Yes. It's it's where is it? It's put she, in the box. She's chilling in the box That's right now. That's pretty pricey. You let's, really let, let, let's talk about how many pricey things that you have in a box, Zachary. I gotta set them up. I just I intend to yeah. set them up. Um, well, speaking of pricey, I got a question for you. Then, are you, are you, so what is the priciest thing you have ever? It's kind of leading me into my next topic here, my next hot topic. What is the priciest thing that you have ever purchased that you it was not necessary, you did not need it, but you just wanted it? Okay, so I decided um, in my junior year of college. Okay. I had enough money to buy a new car. And even though I I really wanted the new Jeep Renegade. It was a new hotness. I thought it was cool. It was Italian, but yet it was also an SUV. I lived in New York. It was it, I thought it was a cool car to buy. And I could have bought it uh used for like $10,000 less, even probably even a better version. But I decided that I wanted to buy my Jeep Renegade Orange Latitude um new mm. and i think that's the most i guess that would be the priciest right yeah it was it was it was the most unnecessary purchase i made when i could have had basically the same thing for much less so you're saying used was it being new was the unnecessary yes. part right because i think i wanted a, a car. virginal car okay okay it was a nice car yes it was, and it was nice. thick mm. i <laughs> those were the cow loan so at yes. West Point they had they had to take out a loan, right? No, you you don't have to, but yes, yes. You get the loan, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And that's what I did. What about you? That's that's fair though. I think that's fair. You needed a car. Did all your friends have cars at West Point? Did everybody else have cars? No, around that point, yeah. Okay. Beyonce uh, tickets dropped for the Renaissance uh, during Titanic. And last week I told you guys that we were going to go for it. We really wanted to go for it for the Renaissance tour. Um, I was going to try to get Club Renaissance. I really wanted to get Club Renaissance, right? Um, so they, it was Group A that dropped. I think the other groups, Group B and Group C, have not yet dropped. So they still have to worry about their tickets. But mine, we were going for the Chicago show. Um, so those dropped. Uh, I have to say that this experience was not as difficult as the Taylor Swift ticket massacre fiasco. That was just that was such a nosebleed. You're pulling out your ha- your hair. I was every like, day trying to get that going, and we never it. got we them. Had, and we had we the Capital One card, so we got in for that. We had like a code. We had like we, we verified had all of, fans. I, we were there. I was there in in the trenches every single day, and still could not get a damn ticket for that show. Um, but Beyonce it was pretty doable, honestly. Um, I didn't have that much of a, a, a problem with doable, it. Doable, but if, if this Prosy. was your first experience, you still would have been like, oh my god, I was stressed, but it. Yeah. it they it still was very pricey, um, and there's actually a, a Time article that just came out about um, <laughs> what is the title of it? It says, um, "Did I text it to you?" Yeah, I think that you did. Beyonce fans are going to extreme lengths for tickets. <laughs> so it said um, that tickets were Ticketmaster came out because Ticketmaster is under fire, so they were going to try to make this. As 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 good as they could have, right? They were they had they're probably they, trying to make up for they the whole fiasco. They yeah. have eyes on them, so they were going to behave as much as they could. Um, but they pretty much said that they told everybody that they were anticipating like eight hundred percent more demand uh, than tickets available in Group A cities of New York, Chicago, Houston, Washington D.C. 
Chicago has been in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Group A, yeah. Yeah, and then the article goes on to say what people have been doing. Like, well, there's one guy who started a, an OnlyFans. I did see that. Only- yeah, I did see that. It was <laughs> like, like Adrian an Extreme. OnlyFans I think it was like- for Beyonce tickets. Um, and, and then somebody else did like a GoFundMe. Yeah. Um, and and said, so like, this is the only thing I want in life before I die. Well, he said, um, he says, organizer Jamal Anderson, who crowdsourced funding for the Renaissance tickets. Um, he says, this is the only live experience I care about living before <laughs> I die. <laughs> Sounds dramatic, but I kind of, I kind of get it. Um, and then there's a bunch of people who were looking at the, the, the process for the U S shows and they were like, Oh my gosh, this is outrageous, right? It's too much. They were looking at tickets overseas as well. And you know, our buddy Adam also was looking at prices here versus over there. And I think he's going to go to a London show instead. He's going to go over there because he says that it's, it's a lot cheaper. And there's somebody in this article that says, well, I was looking at the cost of going to the concert in Stockholm plus plane tickets and accommodations. And it was still cheaper than, than going in the U S well, then you should, we should do that. We should have. I didn't get an on sale code initially of a verified fan on sale code, but I did get waitlisted. Mm-hmm. And so I was waiting and you got waitlisted, Troy got waitlisted. And so it was the three of us that were like watching all of our phones. And so we were in the middle of Titanic and it goes into the boat sinking part. Um, and my phone like, and I just like put it in my, cause I'll put my phone on my shirt sometimes and just kind of look and look at it. So I don't disturb other people. And, um, I looked at it and it said, it said I, I, I literally saw waitlist it said, on your phone. It said, you're off the waitlist. Here's your code. Go get your ticket. I was like, fuck. And like jumped up. I said, Alster, I'll be back. And I like jumped up and like ran With out the of the With 3D theater. glasses on? I did have 3D. I kept them on, I think. I forgot to take <laughs> them off. Yeah. And so I like ran out and out of the theater and I sat outside of the theater and I sat myself on the ground and there was a bunch of like, um, um, theater workers like around me and they were kind of I kept, I kept seeing them look at me and somebody asked me what I was doing and I said Beyonce tickets and she, and she started laughing <laughs> really? I didn't know <laughs> she that just started laughing <laughs> um, but I so I like sat in there and got in the wait, waiting room and I was trying to get tickets and when I finally got in I there were no tickets left I couldn't find any tickets they were all like up in the nosebleeds and they were like, oh my gosh, like $200, $300 for nosebleed tickets. And I'm like, I, I am willing to spend money on this Beyonce concert. I'm willing to drop some cash for it because I knew. Because I'm doing it for your birthday. And you were doing it for the birthday and yeah. we've been prepared for this because we knew that she was probably going to go on tour when the album came out, right? So we were like, okay, well, we yeah. need to be prepared for this. And so we've been preparing for it. And um, But I want good seats. I want good seats. And so I just couldn't find any good seats. I was like, fuck, man. And I sat out there for like a good 15 minutes, missed like a lot of my favorite parts of this damn movie. And then just couldn't get any, couldn't, couldn't, it it just wasn't working out. So I went back in and then um, at another point got up again, went back out and tried again. And so I was like, okay, well maybe if I don't put in my code, if I just try to go in and look at the tickets without my code, maybe there'll be tickets. I did. And there were tickets. So, okay, good. This tip just go in without the tickets, okay? Because I didn't need my damn code to get in. I think it like connected my account. I think it, it probably my did account it was, while you're checking out. Yes. Well, my account was also like connected. And I think that's what let me in the waiting room for mm-hmm. um, the Chicago show. But when I did go in again and and I didn't put in my code, it brought up a bunch of seats. So I did get seats. got floor seats. Did not get the Renaissance Club. I really wanted the Renaissance Club or the Beehive. Um, didn't get them. So it was really, uh, but those fees yeah. were like crazy. crazy. 
I'm not going to say the price. A lot. It was a lot. We didn't spend like 6000 We did look into it because we went on a second-hand side when we were driving home from Titanic, and we were like, okay, well, let me just like look at – it's like 1500 for the Renaissance Club on like, you know, uh, SeatGeek and, and um, Vivid and whatever. And I was like, okay, well, let me do that. Maybe I can like sell the tickets I have for face value, and I'll just get like the Renaissance Club because that's what I was – People, that, that's what you people wanted. think this is fucking ridiculous i wanted to be in there and troy did too and that's that's what we wanted to do um and we went to check out and fucking fees were like five hundred dollars a ticket it brought us up to like seven thousand dollars total for all the tickets and we're like okay we're not gonna do that if it, it, it's just not meant to be there were no tickets available on Ticketmaster for the renaissance club they'd all been snapped up so we're on the floor we've got good seats we're fine so I have to like sit and be okay with that. <laughs> so, so, it is nagging at me. I'm, I keep being like, "We'll just go check again." Well, you know what? what Zach, we I feel like yeah. at this point, let's just go to Barcelona. Let's do it. Let's go to Madrid. Let's do it. Let's do. It. I did get balance of tickets though. So yes, man, freaking and and again, it was a lot easier than getting Taylor Swift tickets. It was. Well, I I, I think Ticketmaster really effed up on, on that part, and it it, yeah. it just seems like. When people like Taylor Swift and Beyonce go on tour, everything is just going to sell out. It's just going to sell out. It was crazy, but it was. This is this is like I want to see this show, you know. And so this is like again, like in that Time article, somebody says this is like something I need to do before I die. I I feel that (laughs) this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I think if she came out with another show, like one of my biggest regrets is not going to see my favorite uh, entertainers sort of at their heights, right? And, like, I feel like at any moment these people could decide not to tour. Beyonce could decide not to tour after this. She could decide she wants to do smaller tours or, you know, their tours are not going to be as good. I feel like this is the show I need to go see. I didn't go see the Formation tour. I feel like this is the one, so. uh, This is the one, and and, and I've I've definitely pivoted in my opinion on um, live uh, events. Now, especially, like, I feel like I didn't understand how much they meant to you before. And um, in a frivolous way, though, like it absolutely, I do not need it, and I will continue no, 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 to but live it, it, I without almost, it. I, I but almost, it's just something that I am able to do. I want to do it, and I shouldn't have to explain well, myself. It, it, like well, in a, in a in 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 a way, yeah. I, I think it makes more sense to pay for experiences that you're going to keep with you. Yes, versus like physical things, like you know what we were just talking about. Um, and this is an experience. This is a good experience. I mean, we went to see Shania. Uh, and Shania is also doing a world tour as well. Yeah, Madonna's doing a world world tour. Rihanna was supposed to do a world tour. Taylor Swift's doing a world tour. It's a lot. I feel like I, with anybody else, I don't think I would have dropped the amount of money that I did drop on the Beyonce tickets. But um, other than Britney Spears, I think if Britney Spears went on tour again, I feel like that would be the last tour that she would do. I think you'd spend more money. I would. Uh, you would be. <laughs> If I had you, it, you, 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 you would be you'd be starting an OnlyFans right now, selling all the dolls off. Okay, I'm like <laughs> selling everything. Avoir. Um, <laughs> I, I think, but I think other than them, I'm not willing to spend money like that. And so, it's crazy. It crazy. It's crazy. It sounds insane. It's crazy. But it's just something that I yeah something that I'm. I well, date. I am happy that you are happy, Zachary. Thank you so much. And we still got to find you Taylor Swift tickets because that's his birthday present. <laughs> yes. So I've told him you pick a date, and we're just gonna we're just gonna have to buy tickets. Yes, we'll figure it out. Mm. Oof. 
It's a lot. I don't know. It is a lot. <laughs> is it a, I need to look at my schedule. Um, well, I guess we can talk about Helix Leap for a second. Uh, Helix Leap, we've been, we've been, this video, again, is kind of being sponsored by Helix Leap, and uh, we've been working with Helix Leap for over two years now. We have two Helix Leap mattresses, a queen size and a king size of the Midnight Lux mattress. Um, we absolutely love them. We switch from bedroom to bedroom. We're back in the master bedroom now. I woke up, or I, I was up late last night, and I went in the bedroom, and... You weren't in the you weren't in the guest room. I was like, what the hell? But Brenda was there, and I was like, oh, where's Alistair? And I went, and he was sleeping in the master bedroom. So he has now flipped back over there, which means I have now flipped back over there because he doesn't snore anymore, and we can sleep together again. It's okay, you know. We just flip flop across our beds, <laughs> but they're both Helix Sleep, both Midnight Lux, and, and we love them both. We do, we do. Helix Sleep makes premium mattresses and bedding that are customized to fit your unique needs. Everybody's different, right? Well, Helix has this sleep quiz that'll match you with the perfect mattress. And it was perfect for us because we could take the quiz as a couple. You know, Alistair is more of a side sleeper. I'm an all-over sleeper. Alistair likes a firm mattress. I like my mattress medium. We took the quiz and we were matched with the Midnight Mattress. Now, one great part to all this is that Helix will ship your mattress right to your door for free in the U.S. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up, and we've done it twice. And if it makes you nervous to buy something that you haven't tried, well, Helix has a 100-night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, they'll come and pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. Well, if you're somebody who knows in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila, where you can get up to 20% off of your mattress. Plus, two free dream pillows. <laughs> That's so cute. And we are back, and I'm here with my good buddy, Troy McGeady, uh, host of Beyond the Blinds podcast, mega successful Beyond the Blinds podcast, and uh, former host of Dunzo. Lots of drama there, but you know, you can look that up on your own internet, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And you also have a forthcoming, uh, another podcast coming pretty soon, but we're not going to reveal any details yet. You'll just have to wait. I have a a feeling it'll be about pop culture, possibly, (laughs) or sports. You could pivot. Or or football. <laughs> or football. Also, by the way, I have a feeling that you will somehow be a part of it and make yeah. your way on it every I'll once in a while. Nice. That'll be fun. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. You might. I don't know if you can afford my fee. Beyonce's <laughs> doing five hundred thousand. I want one hundred thousand. Okay. My people will be in touch. We'll figure something out. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um. Yeah. So we are going to be here, uh, as I said at the top of this episode. We're going to talk about Super Bowl. Halftime shows for a little bit, right? Um, if you want to catch me talking about the football stuff, well, you're not going to get it today. Um, Alistair's <laughs> not super familiar with half, halftime shows, so <laughs> we were going through it this morning, and I was like, well, have you seen this one? You've seen this one, though, right? You've seen this one. He's like, Beyonce, uh, he, he's like, Beyonce, J-Lo, Shakira, you know? <laughs> yeah, those are so cute. <laughs> just fair, fair, fair. Um, what did you think of tonight's? So Rihanna just performed. Yeah, mm. I thought it was really good. Mm. Like, I really, I liked how toned down it was. It was toned down, but like artistically, like stunning. And I love that she, there was such an emphasis on the stage and you could tell that it was just a Rihanna stage. Like it just looked yeah. like Rihanna. It looked like a Fenty show. Honestly, it was beautiful. Oh shit. I wish I remembered her tour names. Um, there was one tour that do you remember the tour that she did with the um it was very like geometrical. It was it was like triangles, like a shit ton of triangles just yes. like, stacked on top of each other. It reminded me of that because it is very Rihanna stylized, is what yeah. it felt like. Um 
I'm, 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 I, I didn't, I honestly didn't know what you were going to say about it because the internet's a little abuzz with it right now and they're a right. little, little mixed. So it's a very mixed performance right now. Um, she did all of the medleys, all the, all the greatest hits, all of the ones we remember. Um, I did see the rumors that she was going to have one, somebody come on with her and two, some new single that she was going to be doing right. right or like an announcement of an album or like announcement of a tour very beyonce right and she didn't do any of that she came on she performed her medley and she <laughs> she exited she did but she what did, did you what did you think mm, i'm not sure you know i think we're really conditioned to expect the level of female showmanship that we've kind of you know yeah got accustomed to over the last uh decade um but i do like how toned down it was i think that it really um I feel like if you were there, it was it was a fucking rocking time. It was it was yeah. you know everybody was on their feet. Probably everybody knew all the words. They were all they were all singing along. You know, um, I just don't. I'm not sure how I feel about it translating to TV yet. Um, I think I'm not sold. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And we also we just learned that she's pregnant. Yes, and like biggest biggest part of it. The biggest part is that she's pregnant, and like I could definitely see that there were parts of it that felt toned down for that mm. reason. Like, you know, she was not doing the choreography. Was yes. No. <laughs> she was, that baby was not sitting in that belly rattling around. Just like, <laughs> it's so Rihanna to like be super chill. Like I, I would never picture Rihanna jumping from the roof or, you know, <laughs> I love that everybody, everybody references that right there. You know, I watched with a bunch of like straight, like soldiers that my, my husband works with and they were all talking about that. Yeah. Who wasn't it? Lady Gaga who jumped off the roof. Why, why won't she jump off the roof? Like all, all of <laughs> it's like, why do you ask Adam Lambert why he doesn't jump off the fucking roof? Do you I ask was Ed very Sheeran proud that? of all of them though, because they all said, cause I asked them all, I said, what was, the worst one then. What do you think that was the worst one? They also Adam Lambert. Good. So I was real happy about Good. that. They're like, he just took his shirt off because he had nothing else to do. I'm like, yes, correct. Yeah, like, you know, I just I thought it was really good and I thought mm -hmm. a lot of the the attention to detail was missed because she wasn't doing some you know, she wasn't coming in on a giant lion like Katy Perry or whatever. Like mm -hmm. but the the stage was incredible and I thought she picked really good songs and it was just really like kind of like chill but also like you said like really fun rihanna yes. yeah you know it was perfectly rihanna and we hadn't seen her perform in such a, a long time right and so like this yeah. was a really good like reminder performance like remind us of the songs like let us all really because it, yeah. it came to my mind immediately every single one she sang you know yeah got really into all of them um and that's kind of what beyonce did too when she first came on the super bowl remember like she didn't have any mm -hmm. material or anything it was the same dancing same choreography same sort of visuals you know she came on right. and did beyonce and reminded us who the hell beyonce is right as if we could forget and i think rihanna did that same thing i have a really big love for and I saw it for the first. I saw it for the first time um, during Kanye's uh, Pablo tour, the the floating stage. Mm, I mm. fucking loved that shit. I thought yeah, her floating too. stages were so fucking cool. Me too. They looked mm. like Mario, like Super Mario levels. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so. <laughs> I tell you, like this, is, this feels like Mario. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. It really did. It was like this is like like Smash Brothers or something. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, and also by the way. Her voice. Yes. Let's talk about 
her voice because mm-hmm. she sounded there are a lot of people like asking if she was singing is it live blah 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 and yes there was a, a backing track because it's the super bowl yeah but she was singing her ass off yeah she I was could hear it. sang it and even if she wasn't listen i am somebody who does not i don't care as much about the live vocals you know I want to, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to show. And she, I still think she gave a show. I think it was simplified. She had the dancer. She had all of the, all of the elements, you know? And I thought it was really, while it was toned down, it was still a spectacle. Like I had yeah, my eyes all major. over that stage, you know? Yeah. So I was into And it. also there's a, so there's been a rumor going around for the past few years that Rihanna lost her voice. And a lot, a lot of people, it's been speculated that she, her team for years have been trying to put together like um, samples and stuff from other songs that Mm. haven't been released to make music because her voice is all fucked up. And a lot of people really thought that. So the fact that she came out and like belted the entire time while she was like floating above the air, like, I don't know. I thought she killed it for a pregnant woman. You know what I mean? I think so. I think so. And that's been confirmed, right? I didn't have time to look at that before. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Because, I, I didn't have my contacts in, so I couldn't see, like, clearly. Oh, and everybody was like, is she pregnant? I'm like, she just had a baby. Okay, she's allowed to have a little bit of a body. Like, oh, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah. And they were all right, and I was wrong. Ugh. I always forget that you can't. Can you see me right now? I can see you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, we, were, we were in New York, and my husband told him that, and this motherfucker would not leave me alone about that, like, the rest of the weekend. <laughs> he kept pointing at things. Like, we were at the oh. view, and he kept pointing at things. Can you see that? Can you see that? <laughs> Can you see Whoopi? Because <laughs> I, I honestly didn't know. I had no idea until that moment that you like. You're so good at not making people know that you can't Troy, see. I truly don't know what you look like. Okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just feel around my screen. You know, that's, that's all I do. I think you did that at one point too. We were sitting in your, in the in your kitchen, and you like looked at your you like pointed at your face. You're like, "Have you? Can you see me?" I said, "I don't know what you look like." <laughs> Have you ever seen me before? Never, never. I don't even know what Brenda looks like. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really. <laughs> I don't know if this is like gonna rank among like my favorite Super Bowl performances, but I think right. it's up there. I think I like it more than Katy Perry's. I wasn't a huge fan of Katy Perry's, even though it is. At the, I, I can like fully admit it's iconic at this point. You know, like mm-hmm. did you watch the documentary about that one? Like her putting it together yes. and stuff. I thought that was so fascinating. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. Me too. Um, I'm just not a big Katy Perry fan, so like, I think Rihanna did it for me yeah. a little bit better. Um. But we kind of want to talk about some of our favorite uh, Super Bowl performances. There's there's a lot of them, so we can't go through you know the rundown on all of them. But I figured mm-hmm. we just go kind of through a little bit of them. Um, so the Super Bowl, just quick history, uh, was changed by Michael Jackson. He was the one that changed it. Um, I had to go back and do a little bit of research because I remembered that, but I didn't remember sort of. I don't remember if there had been other performances before him or anything. And it really, there hadn't. There were like, no. they, the, the, the Super Bowl halftime show was all, always like dancers and ice skaters and like people on ribbons. Yeah. And, you know, it was very Cirque du Soleil throughout the entire thing. There was like a Disney on ice one at one point. Yeah, there's, they were promoting Disney stuff a lot. Like, <laughs> the, you know, Vanessa Williams singing mm-hmm. Colors of the Wind. And like, yeah. you know, it was like this really random thing. Because that's like when you get up, it used to be when you would get up to like leave the TV. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and they didn't like cater to the ratings of the, yeah. the halftime show. But then Michael obviously changed that. There's a YouTube channel on uh, on YouTube called The Detail. And, you know, I know you know about that one and the, mm-hmm. full of Michael Jackson, like facts and stuff like that. So I watched a video yeah. about that right before this and tons of good facts about his first Super Bowl show. Quick 12 minutes. Really good. I'll, I'll link it down below and uh, you guys can go check it out. But a um, couple of facts for it. They, they like approached him because the year before, I think. One of the networks, a competing network, had run their own like Super Bowl, like little halftime thing with like a, a counter down in the quarter mm. saying, okay, this is when you can flip back to football. And for now, you can stay on our channel. And so, you know, the the channel hosting the Super Bowl was like, oh, we can't have that. And so they approached Michael Jackson to do Thriller, the Thriller Bowl is what they were calling it. And so Michael oh, Jackson didn't like know didn't know about football or nothing. He was like, what do I do? What I don't want to play. Like very much like Janet Jackson, like Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. <laughs> like, what does is it have those? What is the Super Bowl? <laughs> um, and so he, Michael Jackson went, and his team went back and forth with the network for a long time. At first he wanted a million dollars. They didn't give him a million dollars, I don't think. But they did donate $100,000 to uh, a charity for him. And he came on and he did it. Um, they got him to do a medley. He initially didn't want to do a medley, but they got him to do a medley. And that is, I, I often think about that one as a Super Bowl performance. Yeah, me too. In broad daylight. It like yeah. starts and he's like, and Michael Jackson was king of the sizzle, right? And so he like yeah. pops up in like three different places. Each like pop up gets like its own minute, just like posing yeah. with the, with the sunglasses, you know, Yeah. before the real Michael Jackson comes up. It's fucking wild, man. That moment when he like is standing there for what feels like so long mm-hmm. and then his hands go up and they take off the glasses. It's just like so it's like it literally makes you like yeah. rabid, you know, it makes you like crazy. Oh, an idiot. I, it and it, it people lost their of, shit. Yeah, it sends people into hysterics and like crying. And um I think it takes a lot of like it just takes a lot of balls mm-hmm. to stand on stage for a full minute and not move or talk like it's really like and and it's risky but like uh, with somebody like michael jackson like he wouldn't have ever known that that wouldn't work he understood the sizzle he understood the mystery he understood like when when he was popping up around the stadium people were fucking looking everywhere they were like where the fuck is he gonna pop up right right like and then he pops up and it's him and he still like waits he takes a good like five minutes of his own performance, just sizzling, you know, and it's 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 magic. It, it truly is. So that's a really good one. I um, yeah, I, I definitely would have that like in my top five. Um, but what's what are some of your favorite Super Bowl performances? Um, one that's always really stuck with me since I was little, well, not little, but like younger, was um, No Doubt's performance because ah. that was like peak No Doubt. I think it was like hella good era what no doubt was that that was 2003 and that was shania twain too so yeah i loved some no doubt that was great and then i saw shania twain. i'm like that was she like came out in this like custom undertaker like sort of long yes. train right like bedazzled yes. it was like gay undertaker <laughs> it was fucking she she is a fa- shania twain is her she own is. type of fa- okay and i love that she's leaning <laughs> into all of the pink these days and mm-hmm. it was oh that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. I love, and Gwen opened it with, um, uh, with just a girl, mm. and it was just like so cool. That one always really stuck with me, um, and I also always really loved 
Madonna's, obviously. So it was Madonna pretty much that like reignited the Super Bowl halftime show because yeah. for a little bit it had like gone stagnant. And I feel like right now it's kind of a little stagnant. We're mm. kind of like having our like ups and downs with it. Um, but Madonna, you want to talk about a, a, a Super Bowl halftime show? That was like. The Would you say Madonna spectacle. or Beyonce? Which one? Which one like hit harder for you? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say a lightning strikes me like split fully <laughs> in half. Um, I'm going to say Madonna only because I, I would say Beyonce if that, if it was a different time. Like you said, there was no new music or anything. Yeah. And like, it feels so unnatural right now to think of Beyonce like performing like a Sean Paul song at yeah. the Super Bowl. You know, it's just like the the timing for me wasn't. That's not, I don't love like Halo era Beyonce. I'll be honest about that. Oh, she ended every single performance with Halo. Every single one. Always. Every single one. With and some image of, of like a, a globe and, she, you know, like holding. I, I did just, not like when she would. And we'll go, we'll go back to the uh, Madonna because I really want to talk about Madonna. Um, but I, I used to fucking hate when she would make her stages like her face. And it would like look oh. wonky. <laughs> the wonkiest. The absolute wonkiest. Terrible. And then that moment where she didn't line up with the fucking graphic on the oh, ground. I laugh every single time. It's fucking hilarious. When she, uh, <laughs> when she, she, she like trolled us because we've been, all been asking, where's the Formation World Tour DVD? And so she right. put out a, a t-shirt on her website saying, where's the Formation Tour DVD? And yeah. so somebody else made their own t-shirt and tweeted it at her and said, um, and it was a picture of her missing her mark at the Super Bowl. <laughs> because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that, that shit fucking moment. irritated the fuck out of her i bet you so many i bet you people got fired because of her not landing on her mm -hmm. own mark you know what i will also say about mm -hmm. madonna's performance and this never gets mentioned is that madonna so one of my things about madonna is that i think if she wanted to not that she yeah. needs to but if she wanted to she could be a real ass dj because she is so please don't sell like, it don't 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 give her the idea no i know literally like that will be the whole tour just her djing and not dancing um but no like she's so good at mixing music she's so mm. good at remixing her own songs and she's honestly masterful at it like yeah that's why the confessions album is so good because it's all so perfectly seamlessly yeah. you know leads into each other and She's good at like a medley. Nobody does a medley better than her because I just think the way she remixes her songs is people could learn a thing or two. At that point, at the point that she did her, her halftime show, she was the queen of pop, right? Like she was mm -hmm. reigning queen of pop. Nobody was really questioning it. Everybody kind of reverenced her. She was still like yeah. kind of being looked at as like an older act. But, you know, she was the queen of pop. And when she came on and gave an award or did any sort of public appearance, people took notice and paid attention, right? Um, yeah. And so this was like huge. I remember watching this 2012 in the living room. Um, I think I was like home from college uh, for that weekend. And, and it just was when, when she comes in a la Cleopatra, I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you top that as a legacy <laughs> act. Know. Right. I know. And that, that um, like, like LED floor, Oh, like the, yeah. the ground kept changing. Oh my God. I love watching the behind the scenes of these things. So there was like a, like a quick five minute, like little behind the scenes, something um, where they were talking about that. And they said that like people in the, in the stadium couldn't even see 
like most of that. that oh, was right, like, yeah. That was TV project projection, you know, yeah. almost like how they put the lines on the on the on the field for actual football, you know, right. Um, and it's just it was it was like new technology, right? Like she was coming up with new shit, and she was working with with people who were coming up with new. Sh I don't know, man. It was yeah, it was good, and that that was MDNA, wasn't it? So she was doing an MDNA yeah. song, like Luv yes. Madonna was was fucking phenomenal on the <laughs> yes. Bleachers. And I like I am a MDNA apologist. I actually really like that album. Oh, I think the yes title so cool. The era I I I don't know. I love that whole mm -hmm. moment. I still I still remember. Oh, we're so off topic. I still remember I know. when um she was on Graham Norton and she he was like, well, what's the what's the album title? And she's like, I don't know if I'm gonna say it. And then she kind of like coyly says MDNA, and everybody like flips shit. I remember flipping shit watching. I was like, oh, yeah. genius, genius, it's your yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I was the same way. I was like, this is literally, I remember I would just read it over and over. Yes. And, Cause then remember she came out with that like skincare too, like MDNA yeah. skin. I was like, this is a moment. It was. It this really is was. a moment. And the MDNA tour, like that was, <laughs> it is one of my favorite eras of Beyonce. So if you're an MDNA al album apologist, I didn't know people didn't like it. You know, I guess I've been yeah. in a think chamber of my own. Um, <laughs> right. And that was a total, you know, like it's sort of like we were talking about with it with Beyonce and with um with Rihanna in that this was our reintroduction moment of Beyonce because she has something to promote. Mm -hmm. She's got to remind you her legacy and she came yeah. in and she did that. Um I think she had like the perfect sort of mix and and right measure of her own stuff bringing in the talent of the Tom that we were all obsessed mm -hmm. with like LMFAO. LMF, <laughs> yeah, them, them boys, them boys. Um, LMNPO. Yes, exactly. <laughs> huge at the moment, right? You'd never see them in a Super Bowl yes. halftime show right now, but like huge, and it it really did add to that performance. Um, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um, um, uh, oh uh, yeah, MIA. Nicki and MIA. The the you finger almost thing. forget they weren't even there because of how oh iconic God. this performance was. Yeah. And see. Wasn't CeeLo there too? He was. And for lack of prayer, he was. See, <laughs> it was just like, it was Madonna um, culture sucking at, at, at her best, you know? Yeah. She's always done that and always yeah, brought in. Of it. Yes. And this was like a perfect display of that. She almost like falls over when she's on the bleachers. I'll never forget yeah. that little moment. She like missteps and she's doing like cartwheel. She did she's doing fucking cartwheels on a bleacher. <laughs> on a bleacher. And then that other guy remember was like jumping on those little rubber bands. He was jumping all the way up in the air. It was amazing. It was I, a spectacle. I, he was tucked. He was tucked because <laughs> I don't know how. I don't understand. <laughs> it had to be tucked. <laughs> it was it was a full fucking moment. And it was something that was like I don't know. It was just like good energy. I think she even talked about that after the whole MIA controversy of um, giving the finger and like Madonna came in, like she wasn't queen of controversy and she was, she right. was like, it was good energy. I don't know why she had to ruin it with ruin such good energy in the room. It's like, come on, Madonna, really? You didn't, know she, you didn't know she was going to do that. Right. And if, if Madonna was performing at the Super Bowl now, she would show her mm. full vagina. I'm not kidding. <laughs> she would spread it open. We have tickets. To this next the celebration tour, I'm very worried about which Madonna we're getting. <laughs> red hair Madonna that keeps showing up. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's gonna be. I'm. I'm nervous, and we have every right to be nervous. Yes. I mean, everybody talks about Janet, but like it truly was like a cultural shift. Like it was an entire shift. Yeah. Mm. Well, the thing that sucks about that is that it was actually a really good performance. Yes. 
What'd you think of her like, outfit? I want to know what you think of her outfit for that one. I hated it. I did too. I hate. Yeah. It's literally one of my least favorite Janet looks. What ever. was it? Was this it a samurai? Is she was yeah. she samurai Janet? And I, I yeah. why? And she it came was out like with the like the samurai. bed sheet like wrapped around her at first too. Yeah, <sighs> it was just so gaudy and over the top, and like it didn't translate well on TV. Like it looked mm. bulky, um, but. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks because that was a really great actual performance. And, like, mm -hmm. nobody knows anything about that performance other than that one second. But she actually performed her ass off, you know? Yes, yes. She was all over that stage. The stage was really cool. Like, she comes down on a lift, you know? It was, like, good shit. Um, yeah. Even when she brought JT out, it, it was, like, right moment, exact right measure that we were just talking about of, like, you know, yeah. current, current and, and herself and... It, that just overshadowed it, and it's it's, it's a real shame because who else was performing at that? Also, it was um, there was a bunch of people. You're just talking. Oh, about there how were other. Nobody people. remembers it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Honestly, uh, just the nipple, just the titty. <laughs> yeah, who yeah, said, just who said they didn't want to see her forty year old titty? It was um, was that Chris? That wasn't Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock. He would say that. He would absolutely. That's why I got slapped. <laughs> yeah. i'll never forget that piercing i remember being young yeah. and being like what's that and, and how's it on there it's such like you just wouldn't expect it from her because she's like meanwhile <laughs> 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 her like fucking nipple rings are just like <laughs> i know they're literally like mortal shirt. combat fucking yeah. like knife daggers uh, no it, it was a good one it was a whole shift though i yeah. remember um so one of my favorites was Bruce Springsteen. We won't go into that one a whole lot, but Born to Run, Glory Days, that was 2009. I I just, like, I could not stop watching the TV during that one. That one was really good. He was, like, slipping. He was this old man slipping, sliding all around the stage, like, <laughs> grabbing the microphone. He, like, did a full, like, slide into home moment and, like, ran into the camera, and he's like... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen it. It was fucking incredible. You should you should watch it, even if just okay. for that moment. Um, we had Prince in 2007. I remember I didn't really get it. I didn't get it. Um, I, I At that point, I wasn't a big Prince fan, but my mom, like, she's bawling her eyes out yeah. for the fucking Prince. She was calling her friends. She's like, did you see Purple Rain? Did you see it? That was, that was like, that was, like, on the level of Madonna where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, this is, like, a privilege, like, Yes. You know, it's an honor. It feels like, wow, how lucky are we to be able to like experience this? And we, it's like a once in a lifetime thing. And, you know, it's that was like a massive moment for me. Yes. Cause I grew up as a, a prince girl. So that was like, it just felt like, wow, how, like, how lucky. Like, this feels like something he would never do. Mm -hmm. You it know, it does feel like something he would never do. <laughs> I'm surprised like they got so, him like, to do it. Yeah. I know. Like, he would totally uh. turn his nose up at something like that. You know, uh, and we speak about Rihanna's sort of performance being a little bit understated, but Prince's was really understated also. It was yeah. like perfectly Prince yeah, in the way that Rihanna's was perfectly Rihanna, but we're like exactly. kind of like, well, Rih nobody's talking about how Prince's was. He wasn't running around with set pieces like blowing him up and like cartwheeling across bleachers and shit like that, but. Yeah, and having like costume changes and, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, it was just like music. It was literally yeah. just him playing music and just fucking killing it on that guitar. I'll never forget that big fucking purple guitar with uh, his 
the uh, prince symbol oh my god it's so good was that the clip that jt tried to use when he did his on yes. like the big fucking bench <laughs> after prince said don't ever do that to me <laughs> and joseph was like prince he's like Terrible. i'm kind of black too One, no he was man of the woods at that point he had his his full oh, right full bass pro shop man of the woods camo yeah. Deer on your, I, let me tell you, I am from the South. I've been all over the South. Okay, I've lived in many different Southern states. Nobody fucking wears a shirt with a print of like deer and like somebody peeking out of the woods and shit like that. <laughs> Listen, he was in his folklore bag, okay? Don't come around. He said, I'm from Memphis now, guys. I'm country. Like, I don't want to be black anymore. I'm, I'm sick country. of spinning around. <laughs> I'm sick of toe tapping. I want to strum a guitar. Uh, one of the worst moments. It's crazy that he got one before Britney did. Uh, Britney. 2015, 16, 17, maybe even a little at 18, Brittany should have had her own Super Bowl performance. I think it should have happened in 2016. Yeah. Or 17, like you said, like the yeah. year after Glory. But it should have, that should have been when it happened. That was the Honestly. most Brittany that we had gotten in since, probably since Circus. Because even Circus, we still had Brittany, Brittany, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Such a missed opportunity, Dave. What did you, what do you think about her doing it, her doing one again? Do you think that would work? I don't want to see it. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to. It's enough to be like I get enough uh, sleepless nights of her just posting a video on Instagram. The thought of her being subjected to the world's biggest stage mm -hmm. at this point is like a no for me. I'm yeah. I don't want it. I don't need to see the weeks of criticism no. about it and about I don't I don't ever want to hear somebody talk about Britney Spears lips and kicky again. Like never exactly. that alone again. Just the thought of that. Mm -hmm. Like I I was appalled by that during circus. Yeah. I was like where have you been for the past 10 years? So yeah, I just the time has passed, and I, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think it would be right. Hmm. But let's talk about the 2001 one. I mean, what did you think about that one? Oh, iconic. And she, at that point, should have been able to command her own Super Bowl, or at least, I like, know. be the headliner of the Super Bowl, bringing in, bringing in Justin Timberlake, you know, yeah. in sync. She should have, she should have been the headlining act. I know. Isn't that so crazy? Like, at that moment... I mean, you could argue, obviously, that NSYNC was, like, on some similar level. Mm -hmm. But she was the most famous person in the entire world. Yes. And it's wild that she was, like, the CeeLo Green of Aerosmith. She almost felt like, like an afterthought of that. Like, it was... She felt like she was the afterthought of NSYNC, which was crazy to me. Every time mm -hmm. I watch it, I think that's crazy. It feels so crazy. And I you know, know it was so like effortless. It was such an effortless performance from her too. You know, she was doing it, probably freaking out, thinking, you know, how exciting it was to be at the Super Bowl halftime show. But um, it came off so effortless, like just you know, a cool performance yeah. that she was going to do. You know, sometimes you have some good performances. Yeah. Sometimes you have some not good, so good performances. But this was <laughs> a good performance, you yeah. know. And no, she you're... looked, she looked like she didn't put a lot of, you know, sort of. And this was the genius of Britney that she didn't put a lot of effort into her outfit, even though we know she did. But like, mm -hmm. just like classically Britney, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like fun. And like, it kind of felt like a performance that for her was like, I don't really get to perform like this a lot. Yeah. Like in this kind of way. And like, this is really cool that she I got get to be to like... rock star chick. And you know, Britney yeah. loves a rock star chick moment. I walk around my yeah. house still sometimes going, yep, in the air. 
<laughs> just like that one line, just that over and over, you know. <laughs> Will you do that one more time? No, I can't. No, you have to replay. <laughs> okay, hit that button that says "Go back thirty seconds." <laughs> Zachary, delete. Mm. Um, but no, yeah, you're right. She had her little rock moment, which you know she wants to be a rock star. It was giving very like you ought to know. Yeah, well, you know, circus tour. She even had rock star hair. You know, when Brittany, Brittany was playing yeah. the character is when. She changed up her hair to be like rock star hair, you know, very full, yeah. very like straight edges. That's good. <laughs> and also, by the way, speaking of that outfit, can we talk for a second? Just for yeah, a quick second. Sure. The genius mm. of them taking football pants yes. and turning them into low rise Britney pants with the seam in the front. Mm. And like that Aerosmith shirt was so cool. But my favorite detail, because, you know, I love a Britney arm moment oh yes is that troy, is, troy loves a britney arm orgasm he's he's titillated like, at this moment <laughs> she is at her best when she has something on her arm and that's tube sock oh you my you God. see it if you if you know what we're talking about and if you don't go back and watch the performances where she does have something on her arm and she will flick it a good bit just to kind of you know she's feeling herself when she had like little 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 just like scragglies all over her you know yes when she had yes. things to kind of whip around fabrics mm. and mm. strings and yeah totally yeah i'm so happy we didn't get britney the uh, samurai britney you know um, <laughs> yeah i guess though like what if you could have chosen like any year for her to do it on her own, not just recently, but whenever. When do you think it should have been? Um, it would have been either 2016 or 2003, 2004, like in the zone era. Because I think in the zone yeah. era, she would have been really feeling it. And I think she would have given a top-tier performance for that one. That would have been another, like, headlining. Uh, or not yeah. even headlining, but, like, that. it would have been one of the more memorable performances of all time for the Super Bowl, you know? I 1000% agree with you. I think it would have been, she would have given the same energy as that ABC special with like Toxic. Yes. When she's just like basically a fembot. Like she's going so fast and mm. it's so sharp and she's so in, into it. It would have been like that for sure. And which is, which is interesting because it, the Britney era really did have like the show stopping pieces, the set pieces and all of that, right? Like the mm -hmm. Onyx stage does not compare to the, Dream with a no. dream tour stitch, but yeah. I think Britney as a showman was really settled into her comfort during in the zone, and I think that would have been really yeah. nice. I think 2016 would have we would have got a lot of mess ups from her still. It would have been a little rough to watch, but I think it yeah. would have her personality would have shown through. Like she would have had an ear to ear grin, you know. Oh. She would have been so fucking excited to be there and do oh it. Oh my god! And you're yeah. right at at that point. She had been dancing for mm -hmm. so many years consecutively, nonstop, that by the time she got to in or uh, yeah, in the zone, or yeah, in the zone, her dancing was just like, I mean, it was like not human, yeah. completely on uh, a different level. Crazy. Uh, it always it always goes back to Britney for us. I know. Every conversation. <laughs> um, what other ones do we have though? We we did kind of already talk about Beyonce, so we won't go into it. But I want to talk about Beyonce second. I will tell you, I think that is probably my favorite Super Bowl halftime show ever. The, the moment where she yes, the moment where she comes out, does 
her little bit. Bruno Mars does his little bit, and they meet in the middle. Uh, poor, mm. poor Chris is in the back. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a tweet on Twitter saying that um, Chris Martin is Beyonce's little white boy forever, and it just it doesn't he show is. any more than it does in that performance. And he's just <laughs> in the back, like rooting on his Beyonce. You know, like, he loves her so much. Oh, he loves her, and you know she loves. He makes her giggle. She giggles yeah. all the time with him. But like those two. The, 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 the Beyonce and Bruno Mars meeting, and it's like again broad daylight, so like we're not really worried mm-hmm. about lights and like crazy little effects. And speaking of Michael, that Michael mm. inspired look just yes, only Beyonce, and that's why I always say she is our Michael. She's the yes. only living public figure that lives like a true legend. Mm-hmm. You know, she like she's not like you're she's you're not gonna catch her like doja cat like shitting on fucking instagram live you know what i mean like you'll never get an interview from her again no and it's a part of the moment you know Mm. she has to now she's an entity she's a goddess she's not human and it has to remain that way because if she talks to us it's like too human crazy man oh oh (laughs) it's freaking wild i don't (laughs) we also have renaissance tickets so we'll, we'll be at that as well um, we do we are gaining it up we this, year. this year man we're we're in it we're in it um shakira and j-lo was like that's my husband's favorite he loves that one i liked it i i really listen mm. i'm a j-lo apologist oh absolutely yeah <laughs> we yeah we oh yeah we've talked about this because alistair like sorry like loves j-lo he would he would die for j-lo <laughs> he's obsessed <laughs> like he really is a stan yeah. and i get it like i I am an apologist for Jennifer Lopez. I just think it's like really fucked up to like completely denounce Jennifer Lopez's entire star power, business yes. sense, success, ability. It's like, yeah, she's stolen some songs. It's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked. All of but the politics around that. that are a lot more complicated than people make it out, though. They think they, they act like she was right. the one in control of all of that. And she really wasn't. Right. You know? She was being puppeted by some manipulative asshole. Be mad at Tommy Matola. Yes. Stop being mad at Jennifer Lopez. Let's Be mad all at Tommy. talk about Tommy Matola more because he's still walking around happy as a clam. He's, he's he gets no pushback for anything that he's done. Nothing but Jennifer ever. Lopez is to blame for Mariah Carey's entire breakdown. That's unfair. Yes, to me. unfair. It, it it just truly is. You know, and you know, so. She didn't get her Oscar nomination for Hustlers, but she made mm-hmm. sure as hell she was going to put her Hustler skills that she learned for that movie up on display mm. in, in mm. the uh, that that performance. And I really loved that. And she got a lot of blowback for it being like inappropriate, and you know she was just stripping on stage, but mm-hmm. she wasn't doing that. It was pole dancing, and pole dancing is like an athletic thing. It's a full athletic performance. Yeah, and I'm real happy she did that because I think it was real good. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. And women just can't win when it comes to stuff like that. It's like people are mad at Rihanna tonight because she was so covered up. Yeah. And they're saying like her outfit could have been sexier. It's like literally fuck you. How about that? People don't. And I can already hear it. Where the costume changes. Why why was Mm -hmm. she in that the whole time? Why was she? Shut up. Like, can a woman just get on stage and fucking perform? I know she's got hits. You, got, you guys got to listen to her hits for the first right. time in a real long fucking time. She performed. Let's be happy and about she, that. Yeah, okay? and she let's celebrate that. <laughs> let's celebrate that. Okay. Uh, absolutely. So, who do you think? Okay. So, two questions to kind of round us out here. Who Who would you love to see 
headline the Super Bowl halftime show, and it could be she could and she or here we say she because we're a couple of faggots, and I know there's yeah, gonna be of course, she. it's gonna be a girl, um, yeah. and they that person could add whoever you want in there, like bands or whatever, and then two, who do you think will end up on the Super Bowl halftime show in the next at least two to three years? Okay, so my space. answer is the same for both. Okay. Miley. Really? Do you think she would get it? I think that Miley hmm. would be absolutely mind-blowing good. Like, I think it would be just incredible. Like, and she has so many eras and moments and hits. Yeah. And she, the thing about Miley is, like, I was listening to somebody, this podcast. I, I wish I could remember what it was. But they were talking about um, Missy Elliott's Work It. Mm-hmm. And it was like a breakdown of that song and like why it's so culturally important. And one of the things that they said was that Missy um, is one of the artists of our time who has made consecutive stadium hits. Mm-hmm. Meaning like if you go to a basketball game or like, you know, oh, whatever, yeah. like you're going to hear Work It, right? It's like a staple. Like mm-hmm. it's just a part of the experience. And I feel like Miley is another one of those people where she, you know she has like sing-along songs where the whole world is gonna sing it we can't stop we've got um wrecking ball uh, flowers is is got a mind of its own right now so it's it's yeah that's gonna be one do you see all the flower shops writing i can buy myself flowers like on their stores <laughs> yeah. you know like that sort of staying power is created yeah. by shit like that she's got that um I mean, party in the USA, you know, politicians are all trying to fucking use that shit. Right. People would just be so, it would just be so fun. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's also just so talented. Like, it would be such a a cool spectacle, you know? And she really only has to do a few, too. Like, she doesn't have to have this massive catalog of stadium hits. She could just have, like, three or four. And that's a Super Bowl halftime show right there, you know? It does annoy me a tiny bit when, like they move on too quickly from song to song and like it's barely a verse you know yeah um i think she could have like a really nice like lengthy super bowl halftime show you know yeah good portion of her songs in it um that's interesting i wouldn't have thought that honestly yeah what's your answer oh i think i totally think taylor swift is gonna do it yeah i'm like wondering because taylor swift is so calculated that trying to think of what's going on in taylor's bond is like it, it it'll give me brain bleed you know so i'm like <laughs> you know she has the halftime show in mind but you know yeah. she's already decided because she tells them when she's gonna do it you know she's already decided when she's gonna do it so i'm like yeah hmm. she's eight steps ahead for yeah. sure because you would think yeah. it would be the before the errors tour but it's not so then i don't know you she know. i mean the potential though like again she just has so many singable mm-hmm. song like there would be such a, a great ebb and flow because she has like because you need your like ballad moments you know you need your like yeah. slowed down moments and I, it would be amazing i actually think taylor would be really incredible i think it would be really fun and especially because she's like a stadium touring artist right um so it makes mm-hmm. sense um i think she could i think she's going to do it who i would like to i would oh man Probably should have thought of my own answer for that one. I would love to see Britney, but I just think that Britney doesn't want to be there right now. And I don't want Britney performing if she doesn't want to perform because it's going to show. So if yeah. she ever like gets super into it again, I could. T- I would I would love it, you know? But yeah, um, we did get Rihanna. 
I would love to say Christina, but like I just can't do the belting. I can't do the runs. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> she and had then, some kind of yeah. moment today, didn't she? She was Did like she took her something. own. She, she said, "If they're not going to ask me, I'm going to take my own pictures for <laughs> Super Bowl." <laughs> Literally, I was like, "What is she doing, Christina?" Oh my gosh! Fucking <laughs> um. <laughs> Christina! I was like, "Wait, she's not performing." <laughs> I would love to see uh, Bruce Spring. I'm like a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. I would love to see Bruce do it, but I would also really love to see Mariah. I think Mariah would be really good. Okay. Me and Jesse were talking about this earlier, and it would be so cool. I mean, uh, Mariah is another one where it would have been so great in like, yeah. like 98. Can you imagine like 99 <sighs> Mariah? Heartbreaker Mariah. Mm, she could still do it. She could still. She, do, oh, she just totally. needs like she need, and, and and again, she's not going to do all the choreography. She's not running around and doing stuff. But put her in set pieces like a flying yeah. car that's like all over the stadium and shit. You know. Yes. Give her her. And own as long as she has sharks, like a fan, you know. Yes. You know what I mean? To bounce her on hip to hip. Talk about stadium <laughs> hits. You know, Mariah fucking <laughs> yes. carry man. Yes. Mm, that's the one. Um. Okay. Well. Let me ask you, can I ask you one more question? Okay. Just one super quick question. Go for it. Who's your least favorite? Like, what is the, because people love to talk about the worst. What is your worst Super Bowl that you can remember? I do think Adam, so like, this this is the thing, right? Is like, I am of a certain age where the 2000s were my Super Bowl early Mm -hmm. years, right? I don't really remember the 90s. Unless yeah. I've like gone back and watched them on YouTube. Um, so the worst I can think of are like, I don't fucking know, man. Um, Adam Levine. Like I'm really having a hard time deciding one that wasn't <laughs> Adam Levine. It's between Adam Levine and Justin Timberlake. I think they're both like, they were both fucking terrible. I could not, I like, I was seething watching them and being like, there are so <laughs> many women that you could have given this to this year. <laughs> Yeah, those I think that those have to be the answer. I yeah. I will say, um, the Black Eyed Peas is like insane. I'm a, I'm an apologist. There's... I'm an apologist <laughs> for it. Oh, the Zachary. the spectacle they gave us though. The it was a spectacle. It was very like 2010, like yeah. you know, laser lights. Will I am? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Fergie just screaming. It's um, always the Fergie scream. <laughs> if you wanna get down, <laughs> oh yeah, that was my only question. I just needed to know. I needed to confirm. So you said blackout peas? Okay, damn. Yeah, I, that's real hard compared no, to them. No, two, no, man. no, that's uh, not my answer. It's a, okay. it's an honorable mention, but no, Justin. Mm. Justin's I, that made me angry. So that's the answer because I was like mad. NSYNC could have like, done it without him. It could have been an NSYNC show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have just been yeah. an NSYNC show and not really like a Justin show. You know who should do it is Destiny's Child. They should have their own completely. And the Spice Girls. And the Spice Girls. I was just thinking it. Yes. Yeah. Let Put them in the fucking tag. Do the same damn performance as the Olympics. Put them in a Texas and <laughs> let them go around, okay? I'll tell I you. I literally said this today. I was like, they, the their Olympic performance is like the... That's the Super Bowl. The like, sound that's was so shit, though. We need one with a better sound. So, like, redo it, yeah. girls. Redo it. Get back out there. <laughs> just let Posh just, like, pose. Don't make her sing. Don't make her do nothing. Let her design an outfit for herself. And yeah. let her just stand there, okay? Yes. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Honorable mention just before we head out. Um, okay. 
This wasn't last year, was it? When did Eminem did it? Uh, the Eminem, Dr. Dre, was that last year? We yeah. were having a debate about this, and I couldn't remember yeah. if it was last year or the year before. I really liked that one. I was real, that I was was real cool. into that one. Yeah, that was cool. I was thinking that Eminem would come out tonight, and people kept saying, well, no, because he was there last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really cool and, like, different. It was good. It was good, and it was like, I do really appreciate a an ensemble performance. From a yeah. bunch of different artists, you know, and now they all got their own yeah. little house. I thought that was really interesting, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we will end the episode of Coffee and Tequila here. Thank you so much, Troy, for coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you can, make sure you give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give us a like. Leave a comment down below. I want to know what your favorite Super Bowl halftime show was. Was it the Disney on Ice one from 1972? It could be. Yeah. Was it you Vanessa know? Williams? Don't let nobody tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who do you want to see on the Super Bowl? Adina Menzel? It'll happen one day. And, That's what uh, I want to know. Who do people? Who do people want to see? They could do a Broadway one. I could see it. I would love to see that. Oh, terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, Troy, where can everybody find you? You can find me on the internet all over the place now at Troy Jean Spears. I've simplified it and made it very easy. Oh my Troy, Troy Jean Spears. <laughs> oh, love you. I, th- I love. I love recording with you. So thank you so much for coming on. And, I love uh, you too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and we will see you next time. <laughs>